You are listening to the WADT Podcast. This episode is part three of a four-part series called Transform. For this series, we are collaborating with the Taihua Kwan Moral Charities, who is a non-profit organization that provides assistance to the elderly, the sick, families, children, and persons with disabilities through many different programs and services. And one of which is the Brotherhood Program, where men who have caused hurt to their loved ones are helped to resolve their issues with anger and aggression. Throughout this series, you will hear very real and personal stories of adversity, courage and victory told by those who lived these experiences. And today with us is uh, Rosman and Jatin who have willingly and courageously come forward to share their stories. So welcome to both of you, Jatin and Rosman. So beginning with you, Rosman, um, can you share with us what um, what brought you to the Brotherhood Program? You know, Brotherhood Program is where men who have caused hurt to other people, their loved ones and others, uh, you know, is being helped with their anger and aggression issues. I was introduced by one of the uh, caseworker from my Taiwa Kwan uh, at Boon Lay. I think maybe it's, it's in the works, lah, maybe. What is meant to be is meant to be. So this is my third uh, case worker, whereby she's, I, I believe so. Lah. She, she, I think she go uh, a, a long way lah, to help me in my problems with my family. So she introduced me to the Brotherhood Program. So this because um, I did some things at home where I was put under a child protective order, la, CPO. It's a violent that I I, I did at home, la, breaking things and stuff. Where my children and my wife feel threatened. And then once I joined, I, I couldn't help. La. I realized there are some other men like me la, who face so much problems at home, trying to understand yourself and trying to understand your partner and your role as a father, as a husband, and uh, somebody important like that. You, have, you must have something to look forward in life. Mm. Sometimes uh, you never realize that what you what you said might have hurt somebody so deep, you know, uh, which you realize in the end, oh, I shouldn't have said that, you know. What I did was I, I just go snap. The wire just snap. So I break all these gaming things and then I started smashing things. I think this is this is one of the episodes. Previously, I did it before. So I got away with it. So, and then, and then, uh, the next time I know, the next thing I know is uh, the policeman came by and then bring me to the uh, Institute of Mental Health, whereby I seriously, there and then I realized that I really need help uh, to express. I cannot really express myself. So that's the way I, I try to prove things, you know, try to make a point. I think that's that's not the right way to do it. Uh, so something's emotional, though it's not physical thing, but you've heard them emotionally whereby a story does not really enough to cover that part, nah. yeah. That's right. Yeah, so, sorry. Sometimes it's just not enough. Mm -hmm. uh, you can say it a thousand times, but you know the the wound and especially the memory doesn't doesn't go yeah. away. Yeah, I, I guess. Uh, I think I can understand because I, I you know I help parents. Uh, I talk about parenting and teach parents how to raise their children and things like that. Uh, I can you know 
I, I've my, I myself, I've gone through it, you know, three times. I have three kids and I can, I can totally understand when you try to tell your kids to stop doing something, but they keep doing it and again and again, and as if they have not listened to you at all, mm. yeah, how your, you know, your temperature can rise and things like that. Yeah. But, you know, I think for some people, they are able to control their temper, but for some, you know, it, it just gets out of control very quickly. So, you know, looking back, um, do you, you know, can you, can you see where this anger came from or was it something that uh, kind of happened later on when you became a, a father especially? Okay. Um, firstly, firstly, I realized that uh, respect is, is much more, uh, is, is, is losing, you know, uh, in, in terms of family, you know. Uh, you uh, as if you are you never exist appreciation is doesn't really show in my life no everybody is struggling doing their own things and then and then you and your partner and then we have some differences and then it, it gets to a point whereby you cannot really make a point uh, that's whereby when you said something like like you said children you cannot really control them with ask them to stop they they wouldn't stop right so it gets whereby um you feel you need to do something uh, to get attention um because previously I did, uh, I did, I did try to harm myself. You know, I was alcoholic. I was into substance abuse. Yes, that was a serious, serious things, lah. Uh. So whereby you impair your judgment and how how you you think. Yeah. Okay. Hi guys. I'm Jatin, and I'm 37 this year. So I have two daughters, and I was happily married previously. Currently divorced. And. Um, how I got introduced to brotherhood is because my ex-wife, uh, she took a PPO against me and the judge made it mandatory for me to attend counselling under THK. So I was under counselling, I was uh, undergoing counselling through Brother Ben and that's where he introduced me to this group called Brotherhood and he told me that I'm not the only one. There are people like me out there who is suffering and who has been into all this, getting into all these kind of family domestic issues. So I decided to try it out. At first, my initial thought was like, okay, I just want to get through my mandatory counselling and get over with it. But when I joined the Brotherhood and I realised that I'm not the only one out there. There are many others who are also going through similar problems as me or even much worse. So I joined the group and I continued the sessions throughout. I've been with the Brotherhood group since the first series. I was one of the pioneers in the group. You're saying that you were married now, you're divorced, right? And yes. you went through counselling, mandatory counselling. Was the mandatory counselling after the divorce or before? Uh, before. Before. And what was that for? Uh, my ex-wife, she took PPO against me. Right. And so the judge made it mandatory for me to go for counselling. And yeah, so I went through counselling and actually it helped me a lot. It helped me a lot and things were actually getting better between me and my ex-wife. We were living and together and all, things were getting better but slowly we drifted apart again. So you decided to have a divorce, right? Uh, actually, I, I was trying to hold on to my family as much as I can. I, I was trying to hold on to the relationship as much as I can but she was the one who left the house again. She left before and again she left. And this time I told her that if you leave, I will never take you back. 
But I did try again actually, but she went for the divorce, you know. So I thought I just get over with it. I, maybe it's time for me to let go. Right. And why? Why do you? Why do you really wanted to stay in the marriage instead of divorce? Uh, the main thing was because of my two daughters. Mm-hmm. When she left the house before the divorce, my younger daughter was only a couple of months old. Yeah, it was less than a year old. So my main focus, my main thoughts were my daughters. I see. So it's because of daughters that uh, now still, uh, I mean, has uh, you have gone through the divorce and uh, how is your relationship with your daughters now? Technically, now, now, now currently I'm actually having some issues again. I have to go back to the court to... Because the court has really given me joint custody with the kids, and we have access rights. I have access rights to the kids, to me, and she's not allowing allowing me to meet oh. them again. So I have some issues right now. And and you believe that access to your kids are very important. Uh, yes, in it terms is, it of is. you it as is. a father, it is. Yeah, and and what what made you really want to? Uh, to uh, to pursue this i mean what do you see lacking me, in I, I, i've actually spoken to my ex-wife before and i told her that since now we are divorced already you got your life i got my life let's just be normal in front of the kids because every time when we, i meet up my, with my kids she will fight with me it's like setting a very bad impression on the kids you know like it, it could be disturbing to them i always tell her like you know now we have already divorced you got your life and i have my own it's time to move on, but if for the sake of the children, let's be normal. During my relationship with my ex-wife, when we were living together, I was doing my own business and also I tend to be out of the country most of the time. Most of the time I tend to be out of the country and all when I whenever I come back home, there's fights at home. And when the fights happen, both of us tend to be abusive verbally. From the verbal abusive, at times, we reach to physical violence too. Uh, talking about the violence itself, uh, you're able to control it because there's no trigger point? Or is there something else that uh, you want to share? Uh, okay, technically, ever since I started the Brotherhood uh, series and all, the, the the group we meet up and all, we talk about our, our problems and all, I've actually learned to control my anger a lot. There are many times, in fact, where my ex-wife and me We'll be fighting, she'll be shouting, I also will be shouting. She will hit me also. She'll hit me, but I just move away. Mm. I move away. One reason is mainly because of the PPO she has against me. Second reason, which played a very big part in my life, is the brotherhood. The group, the meetings that we have, the sessions we have together. We talk about our, our issues and all how we overcome it, how we control our anger. This is where I learned a lot. Here is where I want to share a very important message with everybody. There are many forms of abuse. They may be physical, emotional, or sexual in nature. Parents can also abuse their children by either physically or emotionally neglecting them. If you are the one using violence, we urge you to seek help to overcome your aggressive and violent tendencies. If you are being abused or know of someone who is, help is available. Please call the National Anti-Violence Helpline 1-800-777-0000.
Family violence is not a private matter. Everyone can play a part to stop it. All right, welcome back, Rosman. So, yeah, can you share yeah. with us um, about the Brotherhood program? Uh, we have heard mm -hmm. from Brother Jatin that you know it has really helped him a lot. How has it helped you? The thing is, in life, uh, what I believe so, um, what the guilt feeling of what you have did, uh, what I what I have done in the family, I think it will stay with them uh, to my children. And there was a, this uh, um, so recently, uh, whereby I thought. Uh, I have three boys. Uh, they are, I think, 14, 12, and a 10-year-old, uh, I think. And then suddenly, out of nothing, after watching a movie at home, and then suddenly, my younger one uh, started a story. He said, Daddy, you remember you throw Mama a coins? I spilled the coins. La. I, I, out of anger, I just threw the bag of coins at her legs. La. I, I think he, he remembered that part, you know. I was really in shock. How come he can remember? Um, so the thing is, yeah, it puts you so much uh, out of sleep like, when you think about it, of what you can do better at that time to control these emotions, you know? Uh, so what I did in the past is, uh, my mission right now is to erase like, that, that all those um, undesirable, what I mean, uh, memories, you know, uh, how I have heard them in front of the children, uh, the way I talk, maybe it's verbally or maybe uh, I try to erase that. So in Brotherhood, we, we share all these joy, joyous joy moments, I think. And then in the, in the, at the end also, it's a family thing like, where we get together with families and then we have a good time. I think that's the best thing. Like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, people say people think that only when women come together, they have a lot of fun. You know, but men mm. can actually have fun when they come together, right? <laughs> mm. Yeah, you 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 get more ideas of what to do next, and then we share about the boys, the children, how they are doing things at the moment. Uh, you know, mm. the trend what what we have at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, what is one thing? One thing that you really impacted you? That something that you have learned and you have put into practice. And, you know, you have actually seen yourself changing and your relationship with your wife and children improving. Okay, what I learned is that I'm not alone and there are people like me. They can be, a, all uh, comes from all walks of life. They can be a professional, a businessman, that, but they've been through all this violence, you know, all this pent-up anger. So what I, I learned so far is <clears throat> you have step up, you step up to the bar. And be like them be professional yeah uh be professional and there are things that uh, there are other ways of doing things la, when we gather this information from all these brothers you know they come from all walks of life they can be a delivery man as for myself i'm a driver you know and that's a businessman it all comes into this picture that we share something that's violent in us that we need to try to Put it away so we try to be more professional be much more eloquent in saying things say the right things do the right things you know to, to wrap up this session um maybe each of you can take turns to to share what is one thing you know that you want to say to the men who will eventually watch this episode this uh you know conversation that we're having what is one thing you want to say to them? Uh, it could be a warning, it could be an encouragement, or it could be a word of advice. What would that be? Let's begin with Jatin. 
Okay, I have a message for those out there, those who have issues, especially domestic issues, personal issues, whatever issues you have, always seek help. You are not alone. And violence is not the answer. Yeah. Wow, short, sharp and sweet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. When, when you say you're not alone, you know, for some men, they might think, you know, wow, you mean every man is angry and violent and abusive? <laughs> of course, the answer is no, right? But I think um, coming from my personal experience, you know, um, we all have the potential, we all have the capacity to be very aggressive and very, maybe even very violent. So I think uh, it's always good for us to learn, uh, you know, about this, to be aware of this and maybe learn how we can prevent it from getting out of hand. All right, how about you, um, Rosman? What is one uh, thing you would like to say to the men out there who are listening yes, to this? Yes, I agree with you. I agree with you. We are men and then we are, we are the head of the house and we tend to be, maybe we, are, we have the potential to be very, very hurtful. What I mean is, for all the men out there, if there's violence in you, uh, I, I want you to realize that what, what we are doing is wrong. Yeah, what we are doing is wrong. And we are blessed with a brain that we can analyze that. We know that what we are doing is wrong. And it might, uh, uh, it might uh, it, in terms of like me as for myself, I break things and then eventually it might get physical as well. So. So before things get out of hand, remember always la, for all the men that are out there, we need help. Uh, you, know, you must admit to yourself that we need help uh, because maybe in the past we, we, we experienced maybe uh, forms of uh, people hurt us and then we try to get back to it and then, and then uh, some, some way or another it becomes that we, we become the, not the victim anymore. But we, we are the aggressor. So before things get out of hand, remember always we need help. And there are, there are people that can really help us and listen to us. Yeah, I think I, I hear both of you saying that uh, how the past affects us. And I think this whole series of transform, uh, we realize that uh, changing is not easy. What more transformation is not easy. Because when you say we are trying to transform, we're trying to be not only changed, but very different from what we are in the past. Right, so I, I think I you cannot but agree with that, right? Even today, I think all of us are still trying to cope with. Uh, I mean, what what you're saying about you know very difficult to forget and so forth. So maybe I want to share something before we end uh, in trying to uh, go through this process of transformation, right? Uh, and um, it's different from being in the trying to change because when trying to change, we just still talking about the past. Right, and we still go to that past sometimes, but when we transform, uh, it is future that we are focused on. We are very much focused in the future. Our actions are driven by the future. Okay, there's no way we can forget the past. There's no way. I think sometimes the past also help us to uh, avoid things that we have done before, and uh, that give us the uh, the motivation not to do it again because we know the effects of uh, uh, the. Uh, the consequences of what we did wrong in the past. So one way to um, uh, overcome that is to be clear of what is the better version of us in the future. I mean, tell ourselves that uh, and always see that uh, that we are this person in the future. 
all right uh, and be reminded of it always because we are what we think all right if we always think about the past we will be again that person in the past so what is your vision of the future what do you want to accomplish you know um today and for the future and for jatin for example for your children not only just for yourself but for your children because it seems for jatin you're really motivated in wanting to uh, your children to benefit only, only from you but not become like you because we also mentioned that um we are also the product of violence being done to us in the past and not not let that vicious cycle happen again and it has to be different for our children and not our children having that same story again over and over again and when will it end so we have to be the one that put to the put the stop to it and we are also a creature of the present as much as we want to talk about the future we are also affected by the present so um and sometimes challenges come in and uh, we so called sometimes trigger to go back to that past again so be reminded that things may happen again uh, today tomorrow but have a different way of dealing with it we do not react but we respond to the event okay and the event is not us what we are is how we respond try to separate the event from who we are and i think transformation is where you are really uh, have changed as a person the environment may not have changed your ex wife may not change you know um other people that around you may not have changed but you have changed i think that will make a difference from uh, uh with you and i think that's what transformation means yeah wow thank you for that hafiz indeed yeah So I want to thank uh, we want to thank Jatin and Rosman for being brave and willing to share your story uh, on this podcast uh, and we hope we wish you all the best and just to also let you know that uh, um, I do have a support group for divorced fathers so Jatin you you can contact me if you want to join that and I'm also willing and able to help Uh, in terms of um, helping couples who are divorcing and if they have children how they can come up with a co-parenting plan that will be beneficial for the children especially because we need to have the best interests of children in our hearts and in our minds so with that we want to again thank you and say goodbye <laughs>